and roll. Hello, everybody. I'm Julie D from NordronyHills.News, and welcome to Spiritual Wisdom with Mary Jane. And Hi. guess who we have? We have Mary Jane. How about that? <laughs> How's it going, Mary Jane? We're doing good. We're here welcoming spring and so happy to be here with you and everybody tonight. All right. So the question of the night, what are ghosts and how do we recognize them? So this is something everybody loves to talk about. And for obvious reasons, because it's the unseen world, it's something we can't see. But you'd be honest how often you are seeing them. And how often that reality is around you. And you don't have to be a medium like me or anything like that. Um, many people do. They just don't tell you. So, um, <laughs> but they're around you all the time. We call them spirits, not necessarily goats, because they're around us all the time. Our angels, our spirit guides, our loved ones. However, when you say the word ghosts, this is something that um, is the perception that we've been taught about what a ghost is, and where do we get that perception? From TV, from books, and that. And believe me, you want to scare me, I go to Stephen King. I love it. But I like Stephen King because he makes me use my own mind to scare myself. And you can't wait to turn the page. <laughs> you can't put it down. Oh, you read it at three in the morning. It's like, no, not a good idea. <laughs> but you know, but I, I love those things. And I, I, my, I myself have always enjoyed a, a good um, horror movie and that, not the gory ones. But some really, there's some really good ones I'll still watch of. The haunting ones on Netflix, I really like. But anyway, so often we're afraid of ghosts because that's how we see them. They're scaring us. Or my favorite is at the bottom of the bed and they got the big hollowed out eyes looking at you and that's supposed to be mom. Um, <laughs> that was always my favorite. Because wow. Me and no, nobody I've known has ever experienced it like that. And I got, a, I got an international crowd of medium friends and clients that that. I've never had it come up like that. But how we perceive them is how that we've been taught to perceive them. We've been also through our religion and culture. We've been taught that anything that we can't see, that anything in the spirit world is evil. So, and that's not the case. Is there bad energy? Yes, there is. But the focus is that the spirit world is here because it comes from where? It comes from source, creator, God. And when you put it in that perspective, then it's not so frightening. It's, it's um, when you, you see that spirit is here for love and that you are spirit, it changes things. And that's what I teach is forming that deep relationship with spirit. For many of us, all we can see with spirit is that this is something spooky in that because it is everywhere on TV and in books and everything. And through all the years, and you know, I can remember being eight years old and watching The Mummy, four o'clock afternoon movie, black and white. I didn't sleep for years. <laughs> I didn't. And then when I look on it now, I'm like, I can't believe that scared me, but I still get a bit creepy when I see it. But anyway, we have this perception due to cultural, religion, media and TV that anything to deal with spirit is always evil and always ugly. And that's not the case. Otherwise, I wouldn't do this work. Why would I want to do something where I'm constantly scared to death? I don't. Do I get a little creepy sometimes? Does it get a little scary? Yeah, but I'll explain why in that in a minute. But to be honest with you, 
when you are a spirit walker like I am, which is I always walk between both worlds, and that's due to my shamanic training and my Celtic wise woman training. When you're a spirit walker, you walk between both worlds. And I always feel like my day goes like this. I'm here and I'm there <laughs> because I've learned to make this world mine. You know, it's one world. And so what I experience is always the good. What I experience is always the fun. Uh, sometimes I'm scratching my head. or Sometimes it takes me off guard like that because I was shown a sign of love. And that is how many of my friends and my medium friends experience it also. In fact, I'm on a, like a two, I've been for two years on a constant um, mediumship, uh, continue education courses. And no matter which ones I take, everybody says the same thing. Never really, I've never had a bad experience where it really scared me. Now, because we're also trained not to let them in. You know, you're not going to pay me a lot of money, bring somebody spooky in, right? <laughs> No, and I don't want to do it, but it's, it's all meant to bring in love. So it, it, how you perceive ghosts is basically very often how you perceive yourself. But how do we see ghosts? Well, many people see ghosts and they say, well, they're white and they're, you know, could be like they say filming. And yes, and what that is, is you see an energy. You know, that white specter. I see this a lot. I see a lot of spirits in energy. It's like a white energy that kind of flows like a smoke. Um, I have a cousin when she sees angels in that, she can see like the bottom of the dress, you know, flowing like this. And when my father passed away, she was watching an angel. And that's what she knows the most way on his bedside is the angels dress or garb. But it's pure energy. We're all made of energy. And once we pass in spirit, we're no longer dense like this anymore. So if you do see an apparition or you do see a full body one in front of you, that takes a lot for that spirit to do that. If you understood the amount, that's why they don't last very long when you see them. The amount of energy they need to take to appear in front of you takes a lot. And so... Um, sometimes when I do have a full apparition coming, I will see it halfway. And it's not because I can't see it, but that's because it might have been a new spirit. They're still building that energy back up. But I always sense the energy. And I think a lot of times it's what we feel around us is the energy of spirits. But one thing about, you know, we see ghosts is that it's always meant for the thrill routine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like that too, but it's, it's not always the truth. And if you want to lead a life with a thrill routine like that, you have at it. I don't want anything to do with it mm -hmm. <laughs> because then you're dealing with a lower energy, but normal everyday life. Most of us are dealing with the energy of our loved ones. Now, why would your loved one want to come in and scare you? That's why everybody, including myself, has ever seen a loved one sit on the end of their bed in that didn't have hollowed out eyes. It was mom. It was my sister. It was my dad. It was my dog. You know, it was something that came to um, reassure me. But never did I have I ever seen anything scary. But if that's what you have in your mind, and that's how you perceive, and you happen to be in a situation where your energy is kind of balanced at that time, you're going to see what you always think about. So even in the spirit world, that's how you know, this works very often. So 
But one thing about ghosts is that if you're in a situation where you're, well, here's a good one. We'll talk about house spirits. So there's different ones. Um, house spirits are energy or spirits who lived in your house beforehand, or they came with you, uh, could be loved ones. I understand that spirit isn't just one thing. A spirit is an essence of who that person used to be. So that person may be living in, in heaven, but there's an aspect of them that's still attached to this life. There's some who do stay. That's just how it is. But well, a house... Like, there's maybe one myth from television and movies is that they're... Um, unresolved spirits you know or there's some something they still need to do before they can fully go it's you know is that the case with some of them or not at all similar there are some who the shock or the suddenness of a death or the reluctance of it may keep them here because there's something they want to complete mm -hmm. they pass into the spirit and that will happen and but with those spirits, generally, if you are in a home or something where you're having a lot of disturbances in your home, those spirits are trying to get your attention to tell their story. I mean, as me, and that's why there's always mediums and um, ghost um, investigations in that, because that way they tap into what this spirit is trying to say. And it might be tell somebody this or very often, this is how I died. And it's important for the family. That happens a lot. How did this person pass? It can be a sticky situation, um, but um, you know, as a medium, you're very careful. But there are times they'll come through with, these are the circumstances. Um, this is how I passed. Um, something in the house, you don't know. But basically what it comes down to is they're just trying to tell their story. So if you allow them or you bring a medium in and say, what is it? And they say what it is and they go, okay, then they'll go on because they know the medium will do that. But a lot of times they just want to be hurt. Are some naughty, mischievous? Yes. I have it here. I just, I laugh, <laughs> you know, it's a crowded house here. You can stay here if you're in spirit, but if you're naughty, I got I got a crew that'll escort down. <laughs> I never, I'm never afraid, never anything, because I have a very, very strong uh, protective crew, but I also welcome spirits. So it's always interesting around here. But um, in regards to that, sometimes it's just, they need to say something. And maybe by releasing that cord that's still to earth, whatever it may be, um, some don't leave because they like their house. I have one, just, that's one of my house spirits here. Her name's Catherine. And Catherine <laughs> has been here so long that even when I had another medium out here, uh, I live out in the country, so I'm on well water and we needed a new well. So I had a diviner come out, you know, too. And he starts asking about her and I'm looking at him going, Mike, he knows my Catherine here. We did. We were seeing the same thing. But Catherine used to live here. And she likes this land. She kind of keeps to herself. And when I first moved here, I kept feeling the presence in my bedroom. And I could kind of see like a 
light grayish light going in the corner, but I felt like the person was kind of like this. I'm just watching. And um, so one day I was getting stronger and stronger. And I thought, well, it's okay. I said, what's your name? And I heard Catherine with a C. And I could tell she was more of an older lady type and had more like farm outfit on, you know, of maybe 1800s or something. And she said, um, I, I had a little globe I was looking at at the time and her face was there. And it was exactly how I had seen her in my inner eye. And I told her, I says, look, I'm, this is my house. I'm here to live here, but you're more than welcome to walk around with me. So come on, I get downstairs. I gotta do some laundry. Why don't you follow me around? And from that day on, it's we've blended together. I don't call on her to do anything or not. If something good happens or maybe something gets cleaned, I don't know. <laughs> but I know other meetings who come here go, who's that grandmother? I said, oh, that's Catherine. She loves her. Now she's chosen to stay here. She likes it here. And when she's ready, she'll she'll pass over so there's times that we just have different house spirits now you could have a house spirit that turns your lights off and on or you know might be doing anything but a lot of times um um that could be a spirit left behind you're laughing out you're getting scared and they're a little bit naughty you <laughs> know mischievous you really have the power to say knock it off and people don't realize that you have the power because every spirit has to respect free will and we don't, people don't remember that. Very often, too, the lights going off. Usually this happens anymore in here. Towards the end of something, the lights will flash in it. But it's a loved one saying hi. They're just, they're fooling with the electric. They'll do different things. Um, a lot of times it's just a loved one saying hi. And how do you know? Ask. Just say, who is this? And go with the first name that comes to mind. The first name. So, you know, we have smoke alarms go off and anything. And my poor husband's running around trying to figure things. I'm going, you know, even when we take them out, they're still going on. <laughs> and when we replaced our flooring, the lights are going off and on. I'm lucky to have kept those workers here. But um, so how do spirits, if you can't live with them and you don't want them there, you have the right to tell them to leave. And so you can bring somebody in to clear and cleanse your house because some people just don't want that. And that's perfectly fine. That's your home. Or you yourself can do it by burning sage, open the window and say, see you. You know, move on to somewhere else. But again, if they're not leaving, bring a meeting in or bring in um, a ghost investigation because they do know how to do that. Um, I have this small healing cottage out here. We have a lot of them out there and it is like a passing ground, but anymore there's, it's always good energy. And um, sometimes you can have disturbances because um, you might be on a ley line. And this is the crossing of energy. It's like a grid around the world. So it's a passing through it's not necessarily a haunting, it's a passing through for spirits. So if your house is on a ley line, you're out of luck. There's no way to clear that house because it's on a natural grid and ley line, just like this. And it's like being on a bus station. And so that's no not to, you know, sometimes you want to see, am I on a grid if you've got a lot of activity around your house? There's but no way to test for that, right? <laughs> if you're looking at a house. Uh, you could. 
you could. You could bring in a, a good meeting or, um, yeah, somebody who could really feel energy may be able to notice that. I noticed when we first looked at this house, it was the first house I ever looked at as I'm going through the realtor pictures going, hey, there's orbs. That's my place. You know? <laughs> and there were orbs downstairs. And then when we came to look at the house, oh, yeah, there was a lot of activity. But the house had been sitting for a while. This house was empty for a year with very little activity. That's another place where you tend to find spirits is, is a house that's empty with no energy. Either the energy has left behind by the owners or those passing through found a place to go. Well, there I mean, was a time when I was looking at a house, we were walking up the driveway and there was a squirrel in the, in the house looking out the window at us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, I had some interesting journeys uh, when we were looking for a home and our realtor can attest to some of that. Um, but there was one house we went off to, the energy was awful. It was awful. As soon as I hit the driveway, I'm like, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, and my husband's, oh, let's look at, it, look at it. And I'm going through and then I start shaking. I start feeling the bad energy. It was to the point I finally saying, get me out of here. And I was crying and everything. It's still creepy when I think about that home. And I can kind of really, you know, get rid of that. And so if you're looking for a house and that you get that feeling, go the other way. Um, but I do know people who will do bring mediums in to go through a new house. And I don't know how easy that is nowadays, but there are people who do that. But if you like a house and it's a place you want to stay, you know, it's always good to do a house clearance. So you can burn sage. Um, if you do any of the healing modalities, you're taught there how to clear a room. Like I can do it with my hands with Reiki or with intention. Um, sage, burning a candles. There's a number of ways that you can clear a house. That can right there can take up time here. Um, some people like to line their windowsills with salt. You can do that, or there's always putting salt over the doorway. Mm -hmm. But to me, one of the best advice I ever got for moving into a new place to claim it so that you can reduce or eliminate any um, spiritual activity is literally claim it by putting your hands on the wall. And that's what I did here. I just went up and down the wall saying, this is our home. This is where we live. This is not, it's not to say I didn't have to do some clearing. I did. In fact, one night I woke up and in the corner of my room, I could see this huge angel holding back things that weren't cleared out yet that I didn't know about. But seeing that angel, I felt good. <laughs> but the next day I did a lot of clearing. So this house is, is, is very clear. Um, very full. There's two humans in it, but there's, there's always something going on here. But we all live in harmony. And that can happen because that's all who's allowed here. And why? It's also because of the work I do. It's also because I, I don't deal with a lot of issues and heavy emotions in it. So um, I have, I have how I don't know. I never knew the spirits. I have one who's a World War II veteran. He was passing by one day. And for some reason, like me, and he said his name was Roy. And he always comes, oh, he's here, it makes me cry. But he always has a little helmet on, his fatigues. In his early 20s, he was killed in World War II. And he likes it here. And he'll sit here and park himself. And because um, my dad was a was a, a vet, if I'm crying over my dad, Roy will come and comfort me. And he came, I just saw him with his face looking in the window one day. I was talking to my husband, I went, he goes, what are you looking? I go, there was a face with a World War II helmet on. And so 
I just started talking to him. So he's here every once in a while if I'm feeling, if I am feeling scared about something, he shows up. He have his gun over his, his shoulder and he'll walk beside me. And sometimes I just see him sitting next to me, like just hanging out, you know? So sometimes spirits are just passing through. Um, I have one story that a lot of people like, I posted this on Facebook, but one night I was, I woke up and I heard, hello, I'm Sarah Stone. And I'm like, that happens once in a while. I didn't know a Sarah Stone. I just said, well, hello. Hmm. And um, waited to see if there was more. And I went back to sleep. So about two days later, um, living where I live, we have a lot of old cemeteries around here. Oh. You know, little pocket one. I love to go. It was just history. But sometimes you get to talk to somebody, you know, too. And uh so this one day, like two days after I heard that, I kept thinking, well, I guess she was just a passer through. So I didn't pay attention. So I had just, I was having trouble with the satellite in my car, trying to get radio stations to work. And I had a Wi-Fi put in and I couldn't get it to work. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to go drive down the street, get away from the house, and maybe I can get the Wi-Fi to work then. So I drove down about a mile and I'm like, oh, there's a little graveyard here. I'll just... It's a little gravel yard. I just turn around in here and I'll get this Wi-Fi down. I'll go home. So it's all country roads here. So it's not like, I mean, I'm literally going, I see this little gravel road that I can see circles around like a horseshoe. And it was very, it's a very short little horseshoe gravel drive. And I said, okay, I'll pull in here. And as I pulled up, I saw a monument in front of my car. Um, I stopped paying attention. All of a sudden, I looked up and the monument said stone. <laughs> and I went, get out of here. <laughs> Even you were like, get out of here. This is not. And then I heard turn and what the meaning turn my car because it was a horseshoe. This monument mm -hmm. was at the top of this horse. Turn and turn around. So as I turned around, <laughs> I'm like, okay. And I looked backwards, the name on the headstone was Sarah Stone. <laughs> wow. And um, yeah, that was pretty wild. That I'd had things going for a while. But um, I actually went up a couple of days later and I placed crystals down on her stone. And I said, you can come by any time you want. Now, she was strictly someone passing by. She's around the neighborhood. She goes, oh, look who lives here. Right. So we came in. Uh, my niece Ashley did a, a, a history on her. We found out some things about her that she lived in Medina and they had farms out here and things like that. So that was kind of interesting. But sometimes, you know, just have them passing by. A lot of times it's your loved ones. And because they want you to know they're always with you. So how do you know? Like I said, if they really want your attention, they're going to do something to give, get that attention, knock something off. Yeah, it takes a lot of energy. They love to use electricity because that's easier to blend in with. And um, songs, music, you know, sometimes you'll have a recurrent song and you realize it's them telling you that it's them. Um, always, you know, the traditional coins and feathers. But as far as the spirits go, they're not always the... Um, scary things we see in movies now another form of ghosts 
is residual energy. And this is where a lot of hauntings are. People think the house is haunted and it's not. This could be something as simple as it's someone's energy who repeated something so much in that house and there was so much meaning behind it. When they passed on, they left their energy. So for instance, this could be someone who every day at say 6 a.m. you hear footsteps down the hallway. Mm -hmm. Maybe you hear somebody in the refrigerator and then the door closed. And that goes on all day and it's caught on a loop. The energy of the house, that energy stayed there because for whatever reason, um, it meant something, but it's not the person. It's not the person. Mm -hmm. And that's energy that can be, um, that can be clear like the sage, uh, simple things like that, um, holy water. So um, I have a client, she said that she opened the door one day and saw someone walking down her hallway. She says, literally someone walking down her hallway. And I says, that's an example of residual energy. Or I said, you opened a door to another dimension, which can happen. I said, what you do? She said, well, I looked at it. And then she said, it walked past me and was gone. <laughs> Again, could have been passing through or it could have been a residual energy she wasn't aware of. I've had people who contacted me because they'll feel something on their face or something. Well, you know, I'll tap in. I know one person was, it was a little boy who used to live in the house. And he used to like to wake his mom up that way. He would oh. go up to her and push. And he thought it was funny because she would always jump and do the same thing. Right. Was that him? That yeah, was an aspect of him. But there are spirits who can get trapped. Yes. There are some. And um, with that, you we ask their permission. Do you want to cross over? Sometimes they're very frightened. Uh, you'd be surprised how much grief counseling goes into working with spirits who are stuck. I've done that myself. Where you're working with them to feel safe. And so in the meantime, you or you might have another medium, you're bringing in their loved one to take them home. Look at this. Here I go again. So this is new, by the way, <laughs> turning red like this when spirits around. But um, spirit is here to not scare you, but to love you. And now where can we, we'll go a little bit into scary spirits, shall I say, what I call low energy. And I don't spend much time on this. Um, I used to, I used, uh, no, by that I mean, I used to work with people and um, I, I did not do full exorcisms, but did close. <laughs> I said, those are the real professionals. I can remember. So most of people, they were always so happy when I did that, but they did that. But I have released entities from people. I have cleared people of what we call being jumped by a spirit. Um, you know, I've worked with people where who's talking to me was in that deep gravelly voice and everything. Um, I've done that. Um, I myself have been jumped in the early days when I would work a lot of shows and that when you're just learning how so learn how to protect yourself and be around that energy. Um, not pleasant. And you know if you are. But I no longer do that work, but I know people who do. But that's not to say when you come here, if I don't see one, I'm not able to remove it. So, um, but where does that happen? Well, you don't have to go to psychic shows and all that. It's, it can be happening. Bars are a big place. 
crowded bars or a big place, not necessarily crowded, for low energy, meaning spirits that um, are of low energy, haven't moved on, and they're only trying to live off other people's energy. So those will be in places like bars where addiction, um, sadness. You know, if you're the happy crowd, that's fine. <laughs> you're good. Sadly, in nursing homes, because there's a lot of sadness. Um, many times, I used to do hospice work. I used to take Reiki to all the different nursing homes and different homes. And the homes were fine, people's houses well, sometimes. But the nursing homes, I would always come out and just literally flicking away just because there's sadness. Mm-hmm. It's nothing to be afraid of because who I was working with, I'm helping people cross over. So it was always mm-hmm. a very Again, that's another evening to talk about is crossing over. It was such a beautiful process. But walking through the sadness and grief and, you know, different things like that. And people afraid of dying. You want to, you know, a lot of times you just want to clear that off. So, And, and sometimes um, I've heard of like cats, you know, there's like a cat in the nursing home that will, you know, uh, lay on the bed when that person is getting ready. Oh yeah, cats, cats are good for that. Um, when my mother was in her nursing home, they had cats all over the place. And they just, my mother couldn't stand cats. But she always tolerated them because they didn't jump on anybody. Animals will definitely let you know if there's a spirit around. Um, cats especially, they're, they're the stairs. What are you looking at? And always, sometimes you might be able to see that bug or that. But I always notice that my cat or the cats I've had before will always um, stare if I've been somewhere where there's a lot of spirit work going on or anything like that. They'll do, I'll see that sit on my lap and go like this. And And so that's one of the first things people will say is their animals will have a reaction. They may not like them. They might, you know, bark or snarl at something. Mm -hmm. There's nothing in the corner. That's a sign you got a spirit, and the, the animal's just afraid of it. So, what I would say, if you have someone, a spirit in your house that bothers you, you have the authority to say, "Get out." Right. But you have to do that with that authority. If not, then um, one of these these ghost investigation teams or a medium, uh, Reiki master, and they they can do it. They can they can clear your house and. Um, I had a friend of mine, she just did it recently. She just went through the house and did Reiki and sage smoke and blessings and, you know, everything's okay now. But um, um, in cats and spirit, I mean, how many people have felt their animals who passed over? You may feel your animal walking across your bed at night. Mm-hmm. I know I, I feel my cats walk across the bed at night and you feel a little faint. Um, when my animal, my dogs passed, I would see them in their favorite spot right away, or they would show me right away that they were good. When I was in Ireland, we talk about a place with a lot of spirits. Um, I stayed, I was in a hotel I did not know was, was haunted. And one of the things that, and I think I have 24 of us on the trip, 20 of us were all mediums and psychics. And so needless to say, they will always come to us because they have something to say. And this particular haunted house had a lot of cats that were passed. They had, because it was a restaurant and an, and an inn from 1825. Right. 
um, <laughs> there was a lot of them there. So when I was unpacking on that, I'm like, yeah, okay, this ought to be interesting. So that night I heard, I had my suitcase unpacked and just closed laying out. And I heard the door rattling, click, 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 the doorknob, click, 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 click. And I'm like, I like that door. And I mm-hmm. looked over, my sister was with me. She's sound asleep. So I'm listening and I heard the door open. And the next thing I heard was going through my suitcases. I could, I could hear things looking, going through clothes, walk around and they left and closed the door. And I'm like, okay, I actually went back to sleep. <laughs> The next morning, the other mediums were having the same thing. Everybody had a different story. And he was standing in front of my drawer and going through my stuff. You listen to that. This is how we talk when we're together. Right. But one night in that place, I was sound asleep and I had the cats following me around, the ones in spirit. And you could feel them. And one night, one did jump on me. And in, I was dreaming. But as I'm dreaming, all of a sudden, I see this cat. Here I come. Right. <laughs> Landed right on me. I startled and woke up yelling, you wow. know, mostly because and then, um, but yeah, even the animals will bother you. And, um, but you're only, you know, spirits are only as good or bad as you make them. If you're someone who's constantly afraid, um, like, for instance, we were talking about the uh, ghost hunting TV shows. Mm-hmm. They're always, to get viewers, they're always going to focus on the difficult ones. But also, no, they stir them up. <laughs> there are no places they just want to be left alone. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily, I always say, why, why didn't they help that person over? But that's not right. the right. The but there are some shows I do like. I like to show kindred spirits a lot. That's very much how an investigation will work. They actually help people cross over. They explain what not to be afraid of. And very often these people are like, oh, is that all it was? Do you want us to get rid of them? No, let them stay. So, you know, you're always going to go for the thrill factor. Uh, so you're going to see things like ghost adventures and that where they deliberately go in to look for um, bad spirits and they just they want to poke the bear. Right. And so but just remember, you poke the bear, that bear may come home with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's happened. I'm sure it, well, has. it does quite a bit. And some of these shows, the, the mediums and people get very sick because they get jumped. Um, I think his name's Zach Beggins from Ghost Adventures. He has had shows and articles where he says they've gotten very sick, physically ill from doing this work. And, um, but, you know, they, they do it, but they've got physically ill and been hospitalized from things, from working with energy that that's low. But for us, if you're a good person <laughs> and you're good to people and just know if you do feel spirit activity around you sometimes, it's because they're trying to comfort you. It could be a loved one. It could be your angel. It could be your spirit guide. Um, last night I woke up feeling, I said, something's coming over me. And before I did, I saw a large hand come over me. And then they grabbed, pulled me, and was pulling me like this. Well, I wasn't supposed to wake up, apparently. But I wasn't afraid. At first, I was startled. 
and I, but I, I'm trained enough. I went, wait a minute. And right. when I got up, I said, what was going on? They said, we were doing a healing. And I said, did I mess it up waking up? I said, we didn't help matters. But you can know, <laughs> <laughs> go back tonight and get it completed. You know? yeah. They didn't quite finish. They didn't quite finish. And I go, well, I woke up. But what was very cool about it, and I know you've experienced this too, Julie, is that, you know, when you feel that pat and you feel a stroke or this, that's your spirit guide or that's your loved one just saying, I love you or I'm here. And um, so in general, when we talk about ghosts, you know, first refers us to go back what we said before, something evil, scary, this and that. They're not. Are there? Yes. And it's stay away from it. Right. Or know how to clear yourself to do that, which would just be simple as doing this. Way or seeing a tornado go down around you and clear you up and get rid of it. And if not, you know, there's always people like me to show you or do it for you. Do you then, have any resources for the listeners? For which one? For what? For anything, you know, something that we can put links in the description for people to learn more. Um, I could do that. Yeah. You know, and speaking about depends on what you're looking for. Um, I think in looking at this, one thing I may put down as I'm letting you write it down is how to clear your house. Um, you know, when to call in a, um, an investigative team. You no, know, if anything, if you can't live with what's going on in your house, call on a team because they're trained, they know how to do this. They have the things to use to do it. So yeah, I can, I can put things like that. And, yeah, uh, I don't think the Ghostbusters are working right now. Otherwise, you know, who are you going to call? <laughs> I don't mind them. That would be fun. I know. I love those it's guys. not quite as dramatic as that, but that would be fun. Yeah. But it, it, it's, um, I, I've done house clearings. I've done, it, it can be interesting. I've been pushed out the door. I've been leaving and I can feel spirit just push me out the front door. Um, you walk in. If you walk in somewhere and it doesn't feel right, turn around and leave. There's a reason there's doing that. But yeah, we can put some resources down below. Um, yeah. Um, I would say if you want to look at something about how to clear and save your house, you know, how to recognize what a house spirit is. And anybody can email me. If you got a question, just you can email me and ask me. And that's just at mjb at maryjanebrigger.com. Feel free to just contact me. I got this and that going on. Can you help me? Good chance I know somebody. Or I can help you some way for you to do it or we could figure it out. But if you just have a question regarding spirits or ghosts or anything, just feel free, no strings attached, to just email me and I'd be happy to answer them for you. Do you have any events coming up? Um, right now, I am planning a two-day retreat here at the Healing Cottage. Um, I'm going to be traveling in April and May. So um, I'm going to be starting the... Uh, women's empowerment circles out here at the cottage and um, a retreat coming up in June and July. And then if anybody ever wants a spirit reading, they can always contact me uh, for private messages from spirit. They can go right to my website and schedule directly from the website. And for anybody who's watching this, who wishes to have a reading, if when they schedule, they can in the promo code, just put spirits and you'll get $20 off your reading. So um, that is something we're doing. I'm also, we're preparing and not talking a, a great deal about, um, I've just 
Healing Cottage is opening up. So that's now going to be open in May for private retreats. If you want uh, in-person readings, Reiki, those are open. You can see that on my website at maryjanebrigger.com. And also you can find there that um, I'm part of leading a tour to Ireland next year called the Healing Wisdom of a, a Druid Priestess, where we're going to go learn natural healing remedies from the old traditions of Ireland at a healing center on some holy sites as well as touring Ireland. So always something going on here. So that's what I love about oh, it. Oh, weren't you going to do a little show and tell with your divining? Uh... Well, that's going to be for next time. So well, I, just a little teaser for next time. That's what we're going to do next for our next um, show, next podcast. I'm going to show you how to use a pendulum. So now these are prayer beads, but it works like a pendulum. And if some of you may be familiar with this, this helps you to answer your yes or no. See, mine's starting to work right now. <laughs> I'm not I'm laughing now, but um, I'm going to show you how to use a pendulum to answer yes or no questions. And I'll show you the different pendulums I have, how you can use them, how you can just incorporate them in your life, how to use even your body to help you make a decision. And so that's called muscle testing. So that's what we're going to We'll, we'll do what I call it. Play with the toys next time. Actually, I use these things if asking if there's spirits in the room. And um, are there spirits in this room? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so this is normally when I do it, goes crazy and it spins around. But there's a, you can ask if there's spirits in the room. And, you know, what direction? And we'll take you to the direction and everything it does. So Okay, so... Here's a question. If we want to get one and that way, you know, next time we can have it for the show, where would oh. maybe you could drop us a link on a good place to get one? I will. You can get them at several places around here. You can get them online. Um, I would say go in person because with the pendulum, here's one that I use here. With a pendulum, you want to form a relationship with it. So if you can do it in person, I would say go pick it out in person, like at Goddessy Lead out in uh, on Lorraine Avenue or Dragon Mantle down in Akron. And I'll have a number of places where you can get these. And you can get them at all the psychic shows too. But you want to form a relationship with them. So I'll have places where you can go or sites where you can pick these up. And uh, yeah, this way they'll be prepared. Oh, we'll be all set. I'll tell you what, just having something like that is it's fun because a lot of times it can back up a decision you're trying to make and um, answer something simple and actually you can use one to help tell the story of the spirit so those are different things that I'll, it's called divination and we're just going to focus maybe another one but we'll focus on how to use a pendulum in the next in our next uh, session here in this podcast awesome so my face is all red <laughs> 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 but if anybody has any they can contact me on facebook um i what i focus on is women through celtic wise women spirituality so if you want to be part of that group that's a private group so all you have to do is contact me on facebook either at mary jane brigger or celtic wise woman spirituality it's a private group i'll let you in or you can just join me on my general page at maryjanebrigger.com and uh, for more information on me, you can go right to my website, maryjanebrigger.com. I would love to get to know you. I'd love to hear from you. And again, any questions that you have, two things here. Any questions that you have, just email me. 
I'll answer I think regarding about ghost spirits or something I didn't answer or you want clarity on tonight, just drop me an email. I'll be happy to answer it. And if you would like to book a reading, just put in that promo code online on my website. You schedule directly from there. It just says spirits. And you'll be all set. And we'll give you $20 off a reading. Always a pleasure, MJ. We always have so much fun. <laughs> we do. We do. We do. I always love doing this. Thank you so much, Julie. Thank you. Have a great evening. You too. Goodbye, everybody.